1: Need to know what's happening. It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason um, We've had big games early, but now it, it it feels like all right. Things are getting tighter. The moments are getting bigger. You've got to show up. You've got to come through. We're talking about playoff positioning. So there's a lot at stake here. And you know, as we record this podcast, it's Thursday. I just want to ask you, how in the hell are the Steelers seven and five? Because I'm looking at this team. They're at home tonight against the Patriots, and I'm going, how is Mike T doing this? And a team that's seven and five in the playoff hunt with what I've witnessed and what I've seen. And
0: now he doesn't have the quarterback out there, at least for a few weeks. Well, they're running the ball much, much better the last month. Um, so that's 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 helped. Uh defensively, they've overcome a lot of injuries. You know, Maker Fitzpatrick was out and Um, you know, Cam Jordan, Cam Hayward was out. I mean, they've, they've had their share of injuries to great players, but you know, he coaches to win a game. And so that's how they play it. They, they play every game tight because offensively they're not going to score a lot of points. So it's, it's how the game is managed. They have not played well at home. They've played a lot of games this year in the rain in Pittsburgh in bad weather. And that's kind of affected things like it did last week against Arizona. Um, but, you know, just when you think that they can't come out of the crypt, that they're dead, you know, they find ways to, to win games. And that's just what it's – and they just keep – you know, and they, they're not – they haven't gone through any stretch, stretch this year where they're just stacking wins. They haven't done anything like that. So, you know, these find ways to win games that are close. Last week got away from them, and they couldn't come back.
1: Yeah. I uh, – again, I, I did not think the Steelers would be a 10-point, you know, or 10-win team this year under the circumstances – but they have a shot to do that, and you know tonight's a really good spot for them, regardless of the personnel, just because the Patriots are such a bad team right now and, and have been all year long. I want to ask you about last week with the Texans and Broncos. I know you break down all the games, and check out Baldy's breakdowns, guys. He puts stuff out there all the time. Texans get that interception, goal line stand in essence, right, to, to, to win the game against Russell Wilson. Texans on the road against the Jets. Before we get to that, are you buying everything you're seeing with the Houston Texans right now with where they were and now where they are and what's going on? Is this just, hey, a function? Because all these games, the last five
0: weeks, Baldy, it's been late game heroics, whether it's been C.J. Stroud or the defense for the Texans. I think they're in a tough spot this weekend in New York. Uh, You know, the Jets have played a ton of home games. And you know it hadn't been very entertaining for the fans outside of a win against the Eagles, and the the first Monday night game against Buffalo. I think I was just up there yesterday at the Jets, and I just feel like this defense played great last week. I mean, they should have beaten Atlanta. Uh, they just needed one score, just Could finished be- one drive. They would have won the game. They shut down that, you know, a pretty powerful running attack. Um, it's not like they have big monsters inside. They just play. They play the game the right way. They just play it really hard. Like, there's no quit in this defense. And so, you know, I I don't know what the loss of Tank Dell is going to be. I know this. Like, D.J. Reed and Sauce Gardner can't wait for Nico Collins to come to town. Now, he had a monster game last week. Obviously, you know, Denver did not do a good job of slowing him down. Um, I feel like they can do that with what they have. And so, you know, we're just going to see, like, can the Jets back with Zach Wilson here, you know, can they put up 13 points? Because that might be all it takes to win this game. I don't know if they can. Because um, they haven't shown much signs of being able to score touchdowns, obviously, all year. But I feel like this is do or die for Zach, not just for the Jets, but for his entire career. So if they're ever going to get some kind of a good performance from Zach Wilson, this is the week to do it. Just just because they went back to him only because they realized they don't have anything else. This is it. And so Trevor Simeon and Tim Boyle, like, just send them to the bus stop. This is it. So I feel like this is the last stop for Zach, certainly in New York, and I don't know who else is really. So I feel like this is a spot where the Jets could actually upset the the Texans this week.
1: Baldy, tell me where Robert Saleh is because I know this has been a trying season. He's tried to handle it, I think, for the most part, the right way. The only thing I I was disagreeing with him and disappointed in is, You know, the the backup plan, once Aaron went down, and that's not really Robert, right? That's the GM, and and Douglas has to make that decision. But you had to make a decision on where you wanted to go if you didn't trust Zach. And then they stayed the course, and now they're in this position.
0: Where is he at mentally? How is he handling this? Does he think his job's on the line? Well, his defense is still playing strong. They're still playing very, very good. You have to think that your job is on the line. You know, circumstances are circumstances. They messed up the backup quarterback job. I mean, Joe Flacco was out there. He's played for the Jets on two different occasions. Yep. And look what he did, you know, for Cleveland last week. He looked better than any quarterback played outside of, you know, the first four plays of Aaron Rodgers. Look, they went all in on Aaron and all of his – and it backfired this year. Maybe, you know, maybe there's another second chance. But it backfired everything that they did. And the offensive line can't stay healthy. I don't know what coach – I don't know what coach, honestly. Sean Payton. You know, pick a coach, Andy Reed. I don't know what coach could make this thing work. The only one thing I'm a little disappointed in is just his level of interaction with players during a game when they commit stupid penalties or, you know, they're getting these altercations at the end of games. Like, take charge, clean it up. Like, you're in charge. You can't let these things snowball and spiral out of control. And that's the head coach's job. He's not calling plays, he's not calling defenses. Uh, He trusts his coordinators. That's fine. But I think he's got to do a better job in game of handling certain situations. Brian Baldinger,
1: Carl Ditch with you. Jason Lock on four, part of this podcast as well. It's in the huddle. Subscribe, like us, tell your friends. And of course you can watch us on YouTube at in the huddle pod. Baldy, after last week's beatdown, are you ready to proclaim San Francisco as the best team in the NFL?
0: I am. They, you know, they still got a big game against Baltimore and division game this weekend against Seattle. There's some big games left to be played but <clears throat> I saw Fred Warner three weeks ago um after they after the bye and after they'd lost three in a row and I just said are you guys back is this are we gonna see the 49ers the rest of the season and he thought that this is we're ready to roll <clears throat> he wasn't just like giving me like you know false hope or just words I, I I think he really felt like it they're playing so fast right now and executing so well yeah. right out of the box I mean ex- <clears throat> executing just you know, very quickly to start these games, and you know, um, and they're hell and they're healthy outside of Buffongo went down, but this Jair Brown's a good player, really good player. So I feel like what they've got at the defensive back position, it's the best I've seen their secondary play. When you look at what Traverius Ward did last week, uh, Dominor Lenore and Ambry Thomas, they're playing really good football. Um, and then the quarterback is, d- despite what Nick thinks, like he's a real MVP candidate. Like he, yeah. he is. Can we,
1: can we talk about this for a second, Baldy? Because I'm glad you brought this up. Um, because, you know, I've been on this earlier in the year, just watching and, and observing and and talking to the people that out there in San Francisco about Purdy and his makeup. And I know you've been big on this, but part of this damn bias is people have in their mind that he's still Mr. Irrelevant. Yes. No job He's doubt.
0: not. It's a bad title.
1: Yes, he's not. He is a guy that got drafted, and I always say this, Baldy, I don't give a damn where you're drafted. It's what you do once you get on the field. And I think this bias with Purdy is like, yeah, he's Mr. Irrelevant. You don't want to give him the credit he deserves for what he's doing right now and how he's guiding this offense and leading this team. And it's just – I think it's, it's an insult, to be honest with you, and I'm with you. I think it's Purdy's award to lose, to be quite honest with you right now. Um, And I also think that he's been probably the most efficient quarterback all season when you start to break down the critical numbers. Last week, Baldy, they were were 72% on third down last week against the Eagles.